Let us help you discover the keys to success, the keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana revolutionize your revenue stream and ROI. Prepare to experience Marketing Nirvana right now. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Marketing Nirvana. I'm your host, Brad Geddes, the founder of Certified Knowledge. We're a marketing training and tool set company designed to educate you in paid search and save you time with our tools. And in this show, we investigate various ways in which your marketing efforts can reach a state of Nirvana. You can find show notes and other information about our guests on certifiedknowledge.org. Now, in the BBC space, sometimes we're often concerned about our personal brand, how people view us. This might be within our own company. It may be someone who is looking to attract clients or even grow out of their space, become an international speaker. So there's a lot of angles we can obviously take with personal branding. But as this show is focused on digital marketing, we're going to take the perspective from a marketer standpoint. So if you're an agency, a consultant, in-house, so forth, you know how does personal branding affect you as a company and your employees? So to tackle these questions, I elicited someone with a lot of experience in this space, Mel Carson, who is the founder of Delightful Communications. So welcome, Mel, and thanks for being on the show. Thanks, Brad. Delightful to be so it's sort of easy to say that someone's got another experience, but it's another thing to hear it from you. So can you just let us know a little bit about your background? Sure. Um, I started the digital marketing industry around 2000, so I've been at it for about 14 years and started with LookSmart, which used to search engine for things like Out of Vista and uh, – back in the day and um, in about 2000 joined Microsoft to help launch sound Bing ads and it was there that uh, be a community manager uh, which essentially was getting involved with social media and blogging and uh, I moved into their digital marketing evangelist so my job to run around the world and writing and doing interviews and really talking about PPC from uh, and, and then later on digital marketing from Microsoft's perspective. Uh, and I left in 2012 to start my own business, Delightful Communications, which helps businesses with uh, social media strategy, digital PR, and the personal branding that we're talking about today. Excellent, excellent. In fact, one thing I like to to say about you is that, you know, Microsoft used to be the evil empire, and <laughs> now we, we think of them more as like this underdog role, and we're actually rooting for Bing. And, and a lot of that happened, that perception changed, and you were there. So, you know, obviously, kudos for you for some of that perception stuff. Um, well, I mean, it, it, it it's interesting the whole. Uh, personal branding field that I got into is because I, you know, what. When I left, I was actually laid off, and I, I read a blog post about the fact that I'd been laid off, but I was, you know, looking forward to new challenges coming down, coming down the line, and, and and new horizons, and wanted to start my own business. But what was 
interesting was all the comments on the blog post and what people were saying on social media were, were very positive. But they were from people that I had no idea um, were out there that had been following my career for so long. Uh, but I'd never met them or never really engaged with them. I, I was kind of seen as the face of Microsoft to many in the digital marketing industry. And it was that that really turned me on to this whole notion of personal branding and helping other people uh, you know, ha have the same effect, not only on their own careers, but also on the businesses that they work for. So before we use this word too much, personal branding, we should probably just kind of define it for anyone newer to this space. So can you define, when you say personal branding, kind of what is the genre? What are we really talking about? In in a nutshell, it's it's the kind of notion of marketing yourself. If you think about a traditional or, a, or it's really about how to market you so that, you know, you, your career, your experience is all discoverable, uh, that it's shareable, uh, and that it's memorable. Uh, it, it's the notion of really closing the circle on uh, you and your career and really helping you not only promote yourself and by proxy the the business that either you work for or, or that you own uh, but also the this kind of internalization of I've got a personal brand this is what I stand for and it actually helps from an, an internal perspective uh, uh, with regards to you know your your direction in life and 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 where you want your career to to go i we all have to most of us all have to work and i've just found that for me personally and and the people that i help that having a really uh disciplined and uh, conscious attitude to our, our our personal brands really helps um you know make make the day go quicker when we're, we're when we're in the office Excellent, excellent. That's a good answer. So when when you think of, of personal brand, right, you've got a lot of sort of different levels and not everyone is going to gonna be an internationally well-known speaker and Malcolm Gladwell and so forth, but not everyone even wants to be. So when you, when you kind of think of like the levels of branding, it's we're not always talking about you know being the, the president, right? So do you ever put these in kind of like levels of what are you trying to get to as far as what kind of brand level you really need for, for your career or for your company? Um. I, that that that's an interesting question. In that, uh, it, it's all about kind of having a plan. You know, we we, we talk about you know five year, ten year, fifteen year plans. If if you look at yourself as a, a brand like like you would do, you know, with, with a marketing plan for a regular company, really thinking about you know. You, your vision and mission and, and where you want to end up is important. But, you know, if you're starting out as an in-house PPC guy and you want to be the, 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 the president of the United States, uh, you know, that, that might be a little bit of a stretch. But I, I think it's about having realistic goals and realizing that this is a, a conscious and present effort on yours that, that you can't just dip in and dip out. You, you, you need to be uh, very planned and methodical about uh, about how you approach it but 
breaking it down into smaller goals and smaller steps. You know, I, I've been doing this, you know, the whole evangelism thing for, you know, seven or eight years. Um, and it's kind of like in my previous career um, as an actor, you, 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 you kind of break off uh, little bits each day. So as an actor, you know, they encourage you to do one thing towards your career every day. And by the end of the year, you know, you've written 365 letters to different agents or you've, you know, uh, been and seen some plays or made some connections. It's the same kind of thing with personal branding. So I think, it, you, you know, you have to define where you want to go and then you need to break that down into smaller steps. A really good example is someone like Carolyn Everson, who is the, the global head of marketing uh, and advertising solutions at Facebook. Um, I wrote a book, Pioneers of Digital, a couple of years ago, which talks about a lot of these guys and their careers. And she had a very, very fascinating way of uh, approaching her career and, and her brand to make sure that, that, that she was knocking off all the different areas of business that she needed to in order to get to the lofty heights that she has excellent excellent so so for our listeners in this show we're gonna we're gonna take a break for a moment and come back and really look at how people with strong brands or brands affect a company and how companies should think about this then we're gonna do another show next week on um, how to really build your individual brand. So let's take a, a break for our sponsors and come back and, and look at the employee-employee relationship with brands. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, panda and penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Before you painstakingly create another label or drag yourself to the post office, set a course to ShipStation, your key to e-commerce shipping nirvana. Save time by easily importing orders from wherever you sell, like Amazon, eBay, and over 40 others. Save money with discounted USPS rates and a free USPS account. Automate manual tasks through bulk label and invoice printing, custom shipping rules, and much more. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. 
Be smart. Go to certifiedknowledge.org now. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back talking with Mel Carson about personal branding. And, and you know, one of the, in a way, from a, a negative perspective, right? A, a company can look at personal brands and say, well, you know, the employee's being selfish in a way. They're, they're going out and speaking, giving our trade secrets away or, or whatever. And, and sometimes there's, you know, a love-love relationship with, with companies and their individual perception brands. And sometimes it's sort of a love-hate relationship. And, and so, you know, when you think of people who are growing up in company and, and getting as personal brands, should the corporation embrace this? Should they not? I mean, how should a company really think? I mean, like, you're a good example, right? You're at Microsoft. People knew who you were. You left Microsoft. Advantageous to Microsoft long-term? You know, how, do, how should companies really think about this with employees? Um, uh, I think it's important that businesses are aware that I mean, businesses have always been aware and should be aware that, you know, people are their best asset. Uh, a traditional company that, you know, might have salespeople, you know, you train your salespeople to go out and sell um, whatever it is, your 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 product and service. Um, it's no different now. Or, or the opportunity is there with social media and the fact that, you know, we can all have fans and followers and, and you know, and we can create videos and we can go out um you, you know and 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 speak at events and pick up more fans and followers etc so i think it's important for companies to have a positive social media um policy where where they encourage uh and educate their workforce and and pick now it's not everybody wants to necessarily up there and get out shine and talk and, and their roles and don't necessarily want to be spokesman or evangelists. But I think it's important that businesses have um, a positive uh, policy for, uh, and especially around social media for, for people to get out there and that people are encouraged within certain limits and, and guidelines. I mean, I, I will never say that, that, that I was Bigger than the, the than the Microsoft brand. I have heard people in similar to me talking about the fact that they're going to do big, and that's why they've left some of these companies. To me, uh, it's to me it's it, in, important to have a little bit of humility and and recognise that recognise that my Microsoft did a personal brand because I was working with um you know. Such a big, big company that gave me a ton of opportunities. So, okay, so when we think of, of companies and, and, and you know, their people, their best assets, you see some companies who, for their Twitter handlers, they say it's the author name in ESPN or the author name in CNN. So if that author leaves, they kind of lose their Twitter handle. Should companies keep that tight of control over it or should they kind of, you know, let it go more and say you are, you know, go, embrace who, who the brand really is across these platforms? Like how much control should a company keep? Because in, in essence, 
right? You're using in some cases company time, and and they're paying to increase your brand. So, how much does a company care or not care about some of those things? Um, I uh, I think you know ESPN. Uh, I that that's an interesting question of whether they should keep them or not. I mean, it, it's if you're pushing people out there and and you know you're you're giving them permission uh and and you actually actively want them to get out there and and promote your business and increase the brand then i think you know you have to understand that they might leave at at some point uh and they might, they might might want to move on um but that's just something kind of you know you've got to swallow and take on the chin i think it's you know at, as a business your your job is to try and retain uh, your top talent as as much as possible and if you're not and people are running off uh, you know left right and center then um then maybe you've got a a problem internally but i think you know i think the return on inaction you know if we're thinking of ROI of this the return on inaction of encouraging employees um to get out there and do that uh, is is you know is huge because your competitors certainly are realizing that internal influencers and advocates within a business um, hold can hold a lot of sway and and be very very useful in getting a company's message across. Okay, so you use the word ROI, and, and I'm an analytics person at heart. So let's say I'm at a company, we embrace this, we say, hey, everyone, we'll even pay for you to go to some conferences and speak, even though. We're an in-house product company. We get nothing from it per se, but but we do because our, our employees are happy or so forth. But as a company, how do I measure that? Right? I, I I can measure the fact that you know I paid five grand for someone to go fly to a conference and speak. I can measure the output. How do I measure what I get back as a company if I'm letting people sort of spread their wings on social or I'm you know as a company maybe we're even paying for some of this to occur? How do we figure out what we're getting back in return? So, uh, I mean, there, there are a, a number of ways. Is is you're not just paying five grand to send someone to a conference. You know, when I work with the businesses that I do, we kind of have a before, during, and after um, planning process uh, and and strategy around. Okay, so this person is going to this conference. Um, let's contact the conference organizers and say, hey, you know, how are you promoting this uh, conference? Do you, know, do you have a blog or are you writing articles? Are there any press going? Because we're sending uh, Joe blogs, you know, from Seattle over to New York for X conference. Um, also thinking very, very smartly and investing in that person so that they're a, a good speaker and that their presentation is going to be uh, good and come over well but also making sure that you know that there are social signals social signposts within the presentation that people are sharing that thought leadership or 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 those ideas from that particular company and then also making sure that they wrap it up I, i think too often it makes me wince that i see you know people going to a conference and you know it's a two day conference they spend their whole time in their room working because they've 
you know, this, they, they've got all these special uh, projects that they're working on. They don't actually go to any of the other sessions, so they don't learn anything. Um, and all they do is they run down with five minutes to go, get on stage, do their thing, and then rush off afterwards, you know, glancing at their mobile phone. Um, with the companies and, and the individuals that I work with, you know, we have a plan around, you know, losing the cell phone, uh, being more engaged, uh, and, and making sure that we're maximizing every opportunity for kind of branding and PR for the company um, through through the message, both before, during, and after the event. So it's not just about throwing them on stage for 20 minutes to do a, a, to do a turn and then get them getting a plane uh, and coming back. So let's do this. That's I, I, I love that fact because I know when I speak, I actually put together you know analytics and how we're going to look at things. Let's expound upon that in, in just a second. So we, we're going to take one more break, and we have a few minutes left. We're going to kind of explore a bit more about how you kind of put these plans together so people can do them at, for their own companies. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby BubbleFast burst onto the e-commerce scene as a family-owned shipping supply provider back in 1999. The product line has grown, but Mark and Robin still own and operate BubbleFast as a family business. Being sellers themselves has taught them what online sellers need to safely and affordably deliver their products to their customers. BubbleFast is proud to be an active member of the community of online sellers. Mark and Robin sponsor seller meetup groups, share shipping tips and tricks through social media, and always love talking to customers and helping solve shipping challenges. Check out the website at BubbleFast.com. Sign up for the Bubble Briefs newsletter to join the Bubble Fast family. Use promo code WMR to get a 5% discount. Or call Mark and Robin at 877-599-7447. Happy shipping from Mark and Robin at Bubble Fast. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we're back talking with Mel Carson uh, about personal branding and really in this show more from a corporate standpoint. So if if let's say – I'm excuse myself as an example, right? Over the next six weeks, I'm going to be at SMX East, PubCon, Dreamforce, SMX Milan, and SMX Social, right? So I've got six conferences coming up in the next eight weeks. 
Wow. So if Busy I night. <laughs> yeah, it's a little crazy. Falls always nuts. So if I want to say, okay, now hey, help me out here. I want to know. Should I – what should I do at the conference? How should I measure my returns? Should I go back next year? Right, That's the big question. Should we spend the money next year to do this again? How would you tell me to approach the way I look at this kind of information to make those decisions? Um, I, I would look at – I would certainly be reaching out to those uh, and being proactive to those uh, Companies and organizers, you know, PubCon and and SMX, and finding out what ha- how they're promoting the event and actually offering yourself up. Being actually proactive about that kind of stuff is important. Figuring out whether those organizers actually do have uh, are, are buttoned up as far as their PR and their promotions concerned. Because one thing that will make a speaker come back is the fact that they get connected with some analysts. Um, or some press that might be there at the event. So, you know, that, that's one thing to measure. Another thing to measure is, um, you know as well as I do, that at a lot of these conferences, the Wi-Fi can be really bad. Uh, and people, you know, don't end up being able to, to, to live tweet from the session. You, you want to make sure that you are making your presentation as snackable and tweetable uh, as possible as well because you want to optimize it for the people outside the room. Um, I've just read a, a great article from Rand Fiskin on his blog today where he was talking about uh, slide share and, and, and tweeting out your presentation and telling people beforehand that it's actually on SlideShare as well so that you know they don't have to take so many notes, but they can actually listen and absorb what you're actually talking about. Um, and then kind of afterwards, obviously, there's the, the, the real-life connections that you make with people. I've seen the cues of people standing to speak to you after your talks, Brad. You know, how many people are actually signing up um, you know, or buying your books or, um, you know, wanting to speak to you later. But then how many connections do you actually make of new uh, and interesting uh, people and companies that you might not have known before because you've gone to a, a new event that could broaden your horizons and, and perhaps, perhaps some business opportunities as well? Yeah, and in fact, I mean, one of the things that, that I do is is obviously I've got a weekly benchmark of revenue by source and so forth. And we look at, you know, during a conference in the next usually 14 days post a conference, how that affected our metrics and if we can directly attribute half of the cost of a conference to actual revenue – then we've probably made more because you've got those people who, who convert you know months later or it takes them three pushes. But generally fine if we can approve half the revenue of whatever we spent for the conference, we're in good shape. Um, but excellent, excellent. This has been um, fantastic. So you know, when you when you think about this from a corporate standpoint, more the individual, we'll, we'll touch on the individual in the next show. And, and you had to advise a company about how they approach their employees and should they push people to actually become brands? Should they take a passive approach? Um, I mean what, what kind of words of wisdom from, from your years of experience would you give a company 
in, in how much they should not just think but act upon this kind of information. I'll, I'll throw. Uh, I'll send you some links to some articles I've written on about this on Entrepreneur. Um, dot com. I, I think that having a positive social media um, policy is important. You know, I think too many businesses, their social media policy is a little defensive, a little reactive, and a little negative. I think that this kind of stuff needs to start from the top. It's it's so interesting doing work that I do with some very senior executives of very large companies um, in the US and abroad, and, and, and you can see their face when, for instance, you just start typing their name into Google or Bing. And you see all the related searches to them, or you do a little bit of competitive analysis with other CEOs in their niche. They start bristling uh, at the fact that they realise that people are actually searching for them and that they represent the company, and therefore, you know, they need to be doing something about it. So, starting from the top with your senior executives uh, is important as well. And you know, LinkedIn has has let. People do that very well through their influencer program and and and, and kind of stuff like that. Um, and then I think it's, it's it's a case of really just picking your natural evangelists. As I've said, there are people who are willing to stand up and stand out uh, for a business. There are some people that just want to show up, do their work, and and go home. It's not something that you kind of force down people's throats. It's something that you know you you. Encourage as part of, uh, you know, a 360-degree marketing strategy. It's not, uh, you know, the, the, it's not the be and end all of everything. Uh, but as part of an integrated approach, uh, it, it's proven on many, many different counts to be successful. Excellent, excellent. Hey, Mel, this is this has been great. Um, if someone wants to to find more about you, get in touch with you, where should they go look online? They should go to a search engine and search for Mel Carson because I've made sure that my personal uh, brand and reputation is is pretty tip top. So yeah, just search for me online or go to melcarson.com or delightfulcommunications.com, and uh, you know you, you can contact me and you know listen to more of this kind of stuff. Um, online. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, it's been an utter pleasure. I'm a big fan of yours, and uh, I was really uh, chuffed when you um, asked me to talk to you. Well, excellent, excellent. And as a reminder, listeners, in our next show, we're going to look at this not from a corporation standpoint, but how do you do this for yourself, right? The nuts and bolts of growing your brand. And thank you for joining us for another episode of Mark and Nirvana. As a reminder, the show notes and other information about our guests can be also found on certifiedknowledge.org. New episodes can be found on Mondays at noon Eastern at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find the archives or past episodes at webmasterradio.fm, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, iTunes, or pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Thank you for listening.
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.